Hello and welcome to another MyTunes podcast right here at manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. Thin Lizzy were one of the most accomplished bands playing pop rock ever. And I mean ever. And the late Phil Lynott was one hell of a frontman. Probably one of the best frontmen ever in a rock band. So how does Dave Cohen get himself ready to take out Bad Reputation, the amazing Thin Lizzy tribute band here on our Isle of Man? He's my guest this week on MyTunes. Come on, Dave. Welcome to MyTunes. How on earth do you get yourself ready to sing those songs and play the bass with that band? <laughs> well, that is a very, very interesting question. So, you know... I listened to a lot of Thin Lizzy. There was a point I was in a band beforehand called Blackwater Creek. We played a lot of Thin Lizzy stuff. Um, I always used to joke that, you know, I'd love to do a full set of Thin Lizzy music. And here I am doing that. So I suppose in it, in respect, I have always been <laughs> ready to do it. So, yeah, and here I am now to tell my story. <laughs> well, you certainly are. When we were just chatting before we started recording, I was saying I've seen a lot of bands uh, doing Thin Lizzy. Even Thin Lizzy themselves, the more recent version of them, they didn't make their bass player sing yeah. because that is a tall order with those songs because you're singing across some rhythmic patterns. I, I don't want to get too into it, but you're singing something quite different from what you're playing. It really is, yeah. Um, it's almost a case of you know, patting my head and rubbing my stomach at the same time, especially with Phil Linnett. He, he's such a hard person to, to reference because if you listen to the records, they sound difficult. And I'll, I sometimes go, I might listen to the actual live version of it and how, how that sounds. And then when you listen to him, he sometimes plays it offbeat. <laughs> so it is quite a tricky thing to do, but it, it really is. I've never had to practice so much on the Lizzie stuff. It's such a, a difficult like genre kind of, well, band to, yeah. to cover, really. And um, I'm quite surprised. Well, I'm not surprised why there's been so little Thin Lizzy bands over here, really, because it's, it's <laughs> not easy. <laughs> well, we'll talk a lot more about Bad Reputation during this week and some great gig news uh, so you can get to see them a little later on in the summer. But I want to talk about you growing up on the Isle of Man and first getting into music. What was your sort of route into all this? Well, my parents, really, they were the start of it. My, my mum's always been into Queen and a little bit of Thin Lizzy, not as much as as me. All the old stuff, Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath and the, the Beatles, the early Beatles. So I, I grew up on that and my brain's just been wide start ever since really. And um, I've been a musician since I was 12. I was in a brass band before that. I was in Douglas Town Band. I cut my teeth, so to speak. And then um, my friend gave me a, a bass guitar. He was very much like, you know, got everyone involved in his projects like you're playing bass whether you like it or not <laughs> and here i am almost 20 years down the line still doing it <laughs> so it was so, bass first rather than guitar yeah always being the bass i wasn't quite good enough on guitar so no no listen i'm gonna stop you there because that i find interesting a lot of people migrate from the guitar to the bass they don't necessarily start playing the bass and i reckon that because you started on bass at a young age and have just got better and better on the bass, it puts you in a good position to do that role within this bad reputation band. Yeah, it really is. Like all, all the musicians I was listening to, like even from the word go, uh, Phil Lynott was the one I listened to. I always, I always thought he was a brilliant bass player. And, um, you know, 
John Paul Jones, all, all the classic stuff. I, I always seem to find, you, you may agree as well, all the best bands who have ever graced this world have had the best bass players as well, like Beatles, McCartney, Who, Entwistle, you know, go on and on and on. But they're, they're all really great to listen to. But if you listen to modern bands nowadays, it's it's very basic. Mm. So, um, yeah, and that, that's, that's kind of the, the school that I've come from, really, in terms of learning to play your bass. Well, it's serving you well. Let's have our first choice. You Well, your first choice. What's it going to be? So I'm going to pick uh, Rhiannon from Fleetwood Mac. Um, this is a favourite song of mine and also my partner's. Um, she's very heavily into Fleetwood Mac, so um, I think she'd probably kill me if I didn't pick a song. <laughs> so uh, here you go. <laughs>
my guest on my tunes this week plays the bass and sings in the most amazing band who are a tribute to Thin Lizzy. They are Bad Reputation, Isle of Man band, fabulous. Don't miss them when they're playing during the, uh, will it be Max Grand Prix time, Dave? That's correct, yes, the yep. 25th of August. So, Get the date yeah. out, 25th of August, promenade tweet. Promenade tweet, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Shameless now then, I'm just looking through the lineup. Alex Duke on guitar, Kev Cleeter on guitar, uh, yourself obviously bass and vocals, and John Cleeter on drums. No relation, we don't think, to Kev, unless they're not telling us. Um, well, they've kept it quite on the dinner table. So, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> now, what's the sort of ages? You're 30? I'm 35. You're 35. Um, what about the other guys? Um. God, that's a good question. Twenty uh, something. Well, Duke. Uh, yeah, Alex Duke is in his late twenties. Yeah. Um, he's he's probably gonna hate me for not knowing his age. Yeah. <laughs> Kev's, yeah, just over fifty. Oh, mid, yeah, okay. early fifties, and then John's just turned forty-seven. Um, okay. Yeah, so, so quite a spectrum of ages. Yeah, really. it's quite a widespread. So, um. Two of the guys, at least, were around when Thin Lizzy were still making music. Yeah, they were essentially. Yeah, they, they'd be they pretty probably, young. They'd be pretty young, but they were around. Yeah, they probably would have caught like the eighties kind of era, late seventies. Yeah. Um, they would have been, of course, very young, but yeah. they would have seen all that. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair dues. There's a nice, interesting spread of ages. I like it. Tell me, what do you think is the reason for the longevity of Thin Lizzy's music? I just, I just feel like they're a unique sound. The the twin lead guitars are are just, you know, really unique. It's the best way to describe that, and that has gone down through the generations. I, mean, I know, fair enough. Thin Lizzy probably don't get the credit they deserve for for being a well, you know, recognised band. But um, if you listen to the stuff, really, um, you know, you don't need to know their songs. You don't need to be like you taught them. If you just listen to them straight away, you're hooked. It was the same with my, my girlfriend when she first watched our Bad Reputation gig, the first gig. She was hooked on on the stuff because she's the only ever heard Boys Are Back In Town and Whiskey In The Jar. And then when she had the entire set, she's like, I, I actually really like this stuff. And, it, and it's it's just very accessible, isn't it? That's that's probably the, the better word to describe it. I would say they're classic tunes i mean the performance standard is ludicrously high i mean the standard is so high in all the musicianship but they are great great tunes it's an interesting thing i remember being such an old man i remember when thin lizzie got a lot of success in japan the marketing was all around scott gorham because the japanese loved this long hair that scott had (laughs) and on sarah when they produced that sort of ballad um, it was all Scott Gorham's picture all over Japan because he, he <laughs> was, was the poster yeah. boy. He was, yeah. He was the poster boy for the band in the Far East. Well, we we only knew Phil. I mean, Phil was our main man here. But uh, it's funny how that worked. So they, they had like two separate divisions of PR going. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, it was similar with Queen because Queen in Japan, John Deacon was the yeah the popular member and they used to worship yeah, no, him. I, like I he was didn't the know idea. that. Is that right? John, yeah, yeah. John Deacon. They did, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, look, you, obviously this week you're going to have to choose a Thin Lizzy song somewhere along the, the line, and we're going to take one today. Out of all the repertoire, how have you chosen just one? I mean, I know I've forced you to choose one, but how are you, how are you doing <laughs> yeah. just one? Well, this one, uh, believe it or not, was, was a, a fairly easy choice for me. Um, the reason being, when we started out with Bad Reputation, we actually started out as a, as a cover band, and then we transformed into this. And when we first tried Do Anything You Want To, which is a song I'm, I've picked, 
Um, that's when I first heard Alex and Kev doing the twin lead, and I went, yeah, this is it, this is working, this one. So for that reason, this is why I've picked this particular song. And they got that off quite early on. This was the first time you heard them actually playing lead together. Yeah, it really was. Like, Kevin and Alex are a tight unit. They played together in Lost Dogs as well, which is the Pearl Jam tribute. And their connection together is really natural. You know, I've never really seen anything like it, to be honest. So I'm a lucky boy. <laughs> Here it is. Do anything you want to. Thin Lizzy.
the route to bad reputation for my MyTunes guest, Dave Cohen, is an interesting one. And today, Dave, I wanted you to take me through the various bands <laughs> right from the beginning that you've been in and the people you've played with leading up to this Bad Reputation band. So where do we start? School, I guess? It was really, yeah. It was probably like GCSE era. Because I did, my, I was in the brass band before that. I was with a friend called Liam Dixon, who um, actually played Shrek recently, a few years ago. Yeah, that's um, that's the man. And um, he's, a, he's a singer. I had a friend called Lee... And he introduced me to the bass because he had this really old, you know, worn out bass guitar. I didn't know how to play it. And he said, but you're going to play bass for us anyway, whether you like it or not. (laughs) So that kind of started. And then we got introduced to a guitar teacher who's sadly no longer with us called John Nelson. And um, we we used to do his little guitar workshops we used to do. First gig was in the Outback. And then from then, yeah, I've been hooked really and doing that ever since so that band was called bass spelt with an e oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay very 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 good name <laughs> and then from that yeah it led on to me forming another acoustic band called Duckbrush. Um, as you can probably tell i'm not very good with band names and yeah we did a couple of acoustic gigs with that and that led to blackwater creek and um, which i did with a chap called or two guys called ross doyle who's in backdoor slam and liam callow who's in Mad Daddy now. And then from that, I was meant to join Ed Force One as their singer. And we had a couple of practices and um, fell through. They're, they're back together again. From that, we formed like a, a separate band, which was meant to be a covers band. And we did, you know, a lot of like TT-based stuff. We, we jokingly called ourselves TT94 because it sounded like a set list from <laughs> 94. <laughs> and then f- from that, we were just recognising the Thin Lizzy stuff was our strongest songs. And then Kev suggested, well, how about we just, you know, actually have a vision and turn this into a Fin Lizzy tribute band? And yeah, here, here I am today. <laughs> and there it is. Now, you mentioned Ed Force One. That's another vocal uh, challenge. If you're listening, you wonder who Ed Force One is an Iron Maiden tribute band, yep. fine band. Bruce Dickinson, that's a tough ask. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> and I think that was one of the reasons why um, it eventually didn't happen in the end, because it was it was a tough challenge. I, I, I formed an off-branch from that called Island Maiden. Who, oh, I um, like that. Yeah. And, you, see, um, you say you're rubbish with band names. That's brilliant. <laughs> Island Maiden, that's yeah. superb. Exactly. Well, you know, that, that was just one of many that I got right. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I, I kind of formed that. Um, I'm also no longer in that for, for the reason. But like you said, it, it's such a tough task. And I was probably more committed to the bad reputation as well. So that that's I kind of left that and let them carry on the Isle of Maiden name and then carry on with bad reputation. I think when you're doing Phil songs, Phil Lynott songs, you've got so much expression in your voice. And it's not just a rock screamer. You've got so much variety in yeah. in the delivery of the songs. Really and you is, can yeah. really take ownership of them, can't you? What I like seeing about Phil, in it? It's like you said, it, it's kind of like you can do, <laughs> excuse the pun, do anything you want to with yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And he did that on stage as well. And I, I always felt like he was a very bluesy soul type singer, Phil, in it. Very, very underrated as well. As a, as a musician in general, even his bass playing sometimes is is a bit... Um, not really talked about as much, but... Well, I think, uh, you know, as, as I mentioned, going back to being around in that era, nobody partied as hard as him. Yeah. Nobody um, exceeded the stated dose quite as much as him. Nobody could understand how he did it with hardly any sleep. He was always out on the town, and yet he delivered night after night after night. Exactly. Incredible. And he was he was one of the very few, well, I wouldn't say very few, who committed to the fans. That His commitment was to fans, and they enjoyed the show, you know, and 
whether he turned up in a terrible state or not, he, he made sure he was always on point. Really. He got it right. So. Let's have today's track. Not Thin Lizzy, but The Who. It is, yeah. This is Barbara O'Reilly by The Who. Um, it is one of my favourite songs ever. Um, the Who is the reason, one of the reasons why I play bass. I love John Ant Whistle, fantastic bass player. Probably the, the world's greatest ever bass player that's ever lived. And um, yeah, this is another band that was introduced by my mum. I, I asked the question, who are The Who? <laughs> And then, um, and this is one of the songs that I was introduced to. And then I, I went through a massive phase loving the Who. For I still do, but yeah. um, when I was younger, I was very, very much into the Who. So this is why I've picked this song.
Reputation are a phenomenal band. They pay tribute to Thin Lizzy. And if you were around at TT and went to see DCAC, they were the opening act for DCAC. And not without reason, A, because they're brilliant, but also two of the members of Bad Reputation are also in DCAC. So two of your guys had a very long night, Dave Cohen. They certainly <laughs> did, yeah. They were there from all of seven o'clock till borderline midnight. So yeah, yeah especially for John playing drums yeah. <laughs> all, all night. So I have to take my hat off to him. Don't envy him, of course. I wouldn't have done that personally, but you know. It worked out well. It worked out brilliantly. I mean, it was one of my favourite nights ever in the Villa Arena. Both bands played like, played the socks off. Both of you did. Now, let's talk about the next gig. Because you're back, you're in the promenade suite, and you're getting the prime bill. Who's supporting you this time? So we've got the fantastic Dropkick the Fish supporting us. Um, If you don't know who they are, they won the Battle of the Bands at um, Quid's End at the start of the year, I think it was around March time they won it. And um, we wa- I went to watch them on the final. I thought they were brilliant and they were they were the first ones in my mind when it came to finding a support act. So they yeah. will be there. It's a great venue. I mean it's not huge, but it's big enough to get a really good atmosphere in, yeah, isn't it? It is, yeah. It, it can fit a couple hundred of people in there and I, I that was for me the the place to go to to do a big gig. I've said that with, you know, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> inverted commas. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good night in Grand Prix as well. There's going to be people from the UK who want to see it. So, and the tickets are fairly cheap, £13 as well. Bargain. Exactly. Bargain. Absolute It'll bargain. be full. It will be full. <laughs> now then, other work, because obviously playing a whole collection of somebody else's songs in one genre is brilliant and you do it fantastically. Do you have other areas that you'd like to get into musically? Well, when I was in Blackwater Creek, we did do our own stuff and I've, I've been in other bands beforehand that write our own stuff as well. I'm, I'm quite good at writing music and lyrics at the same time. I'm a bit of a you know pretend Pete Townsend, <laughs> or Phil in it as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that that's one thing I wouldn't mind to get back into at some point. Um, but also as well, like a bit of prog rock. I'm, I'm quite heavily into that. I've I've got such a classic taste for my age. So yeah, yeah I I personally like um, would like to do stuff like maybe like Rush and wow. Genesis stuff yeah. like that. Really, you know, something where it's bass heavy. You know, where it keeps me satisfied. <laughs> Is there anything in the pipeline? I've got something working at the moment with a um, with another musician in terms of forming a, a prog rock band. So that that will hopefully happen probably around November time once um, it's all kicking off. And well, then do keep us informed. Do we will. Yeah, do I, I shall informed. let you know. <laughs> right, we talk about Phil and uh, gosh, he had a remarkable life really growing up and then ended up as a black irishman in dublin when there were very few black irishmen anywhere never mind in dublin and uh i don't know how he he just rose through it all and and just got this character and he was bigger and louder and better and just did it you've chosen another great irish musician to finish off the week rory gallagher i have mr gallagher himself who in my opinion is the most underrated musician of all time his songs are so accessible again i often used to joke oh, i'd happily do a, an entire set of rory gallagher so maybe that joke might turn into a <laughs> another tribute act but this this song's called Moonchild. it's a personal favorite of mine i've never actually played it with a band before and um, one of the songs i've always wanted to so 
hopefully after if I put this on the radio, a couple of musicians might wow. <laughs> come knocking to me. So, Well, your man, Davey Knowles, of course, did the uh, Rory Tribute Band across America. Yeah, he did. That's right. Uh, yeah. Davey took that out, I think, on two tours and was hugely successful because yeah. he, he got into it straight away. A Band of Friends. Band, band of Friends, I think they were called. I think that's right, yeah. Right. Well, it has been... A brilliant week. Thank you for coming in for my tunes. Dave Cohen, here's to that gig. Give us a date again for the Promenade Suite gig. So, 25th of August at the Promenade Suite Villa Marina. Oh, with vi- Dropkick the Fish. Villagate.com. Tickets available now, £13. There you go. I got that in for you. Oh, thank you very much. It's been a great <laughs> week. Thank you. And you. Thank you.
great to hear Rory Gallagher again on my tunes, the choice of Dave Cohen. Thank you, Dave, for a great week. And thanks to you for joining us for this podcast here at manxradio.com. I'm Mark Tiley. Join me when you can for the morning show, 9.30 to 12, right here at Manx Radio.